Step 12, Regenerate. Week 2, Day 4. How to Handle Conflict Biblically. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, show me how you would have me handle conflict and confront sin. Conflict is an opportunity to glorify God and grow in your relationship with someone whom God loves. We often avoid conflict because it can be painful. When we confront sin, we open ourselves to attack. People can respond to confrontation by becoming defensive, dishonest, resentful, angry, or afraid. It is not loving, however, to ignore something harmful. We need to be willing to confront sin and prepared with loving responses for times when the truth causes pain to someone we love. Proverbs 27 verse 5 says, Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. Do you believe that it is loving to confront someone's sin? Are you more likely to selfishly withhold a loving rebuke or to rebuke someone's sin in an unloving manner? Explain. It is always most important for people to reconcile with God. Therefore, examine your motives before confronting someone's sin. If justice for yourself or reconciliation with you becomes your goal, you often will be disappointed. A person may not have the ability to reconcile with you until he or she is reconciled with God. Be a faithful messenger even when conflict is possible. You are Christ's ambassador. Help others become aware of their need for reconciliation with God by honestly confronting sin. Lovingly communicate how reconciliation is possible through Christ. In Matthew 18, verse 15 to 17, Jesus gave us a model for how to confront sin. He said, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault, between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. If someone has sinned, first go privately to that person to tell him his fault. This avoids gossip, slander, or misunderstanding spreading to other people. If he listens, you have won your brother. Help him walk through recovery from sin. If he does not listen, widen the circle. Bring one or two trusted friends when you come back to him. If he still does not listen, then involve the church, Christians who are part of the solution, close community, ministry leaders, clergy. If he does not listen to the church, treat him as someone who is not following the faith. Jesus told us to love and pray for those who sin against us or who do not follow our faith. In Matthew 5, verse 44 to 45, Jesus said, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. Our message is the same to Christians in rebellion as it is to non-Christians. Reconcile with God. It is possible through Christ. God wants us to have unity and fellowship with Him and with each other. When someone realizes his need for God's grace, we should help him by walking with him through God's recovery plan. 
You have learned this plan in regeneration. Admit sin, believe God, trust God, take inventory, confess, repent, follow Christ, forgive, and make amends. Those who continue in sin should not have the same trust and fellowship with us as those who are following Christ. As we remain united with God, our relationship with that person should mirror God's relationship with that person. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 says, For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? God does not approve of sin, ignore sin, participate in sin, enable sin, or have close fellowship with sin. He does not, however, abandon sinners, but continues to pursue a relationship with them based on his uncompromised standards of truth and love. He lets sinners experience sin's painful results so that they may see his goodness, realize their need for mercy, and turn back to him. God provides a way of reconciliation through Christ for anyone willing to repent and return to him. We too have experienced reconciliation with God. We need God's mercy. We can tell of God's goodness, love, and grace. Children of God dwelling in God's love should love others caught in sin, just as we have been loved through Christ. Ephesians 5 verse 1 to 2 and 8 to 11 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Continue to take time to answer these questions now. Question 2. Who are some Christians who loved you enough to tell you the truth about your sin, even when you did not respond well to them? Question 3. Who do you know who was caught in sin, but you have not yet helped that person to see his or her need for reconciliation with God? Why? Always prepare before confronting someone's sin. The following will help you be ready to respond with love if someone reacts poorly. Remember your role, love. In Luke 10 verse 27, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Plan your words. Think of how you would want to be confronted. Anticipate likely reactions and prepare responses. Seek godly wisdom. Make certain the other person is heard. Listen carefully. Try to understand. Repeat what you hear the other person say. Assume the best until you have all of the facts to prove otherwise. Go the distance if he is willing to reconcile. Help him see sin, confess, repent, follow Christ, forgive, and make amends. Deal with conflict biblically. In Matthew 18, verse 15 to 17, Jesus said, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault, between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church, and if he refuses to listen even to the church, 
let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. If trust is broken and the other person is unwilling to repent, change your relationship in such a way that you do not enable that person's sin. Always be open to reconciliation if the other person is willing to repent. Hope in Christ. Jesus can heal anyone. You cannot fix someone else. Continue to pray for the other person until he is reconciled to God. Answer this question. Question 4. What questions do you have about how to approach conflict when confronting sin in someone? Love puts God's interest and the long-term best interest of others first. It is always God's desire for people to reconcile with Him. It is always God's desire for our relationships to become what He intended for us to experience together as we fellowship with Him. Some people will continue in sin after we have confronted them and pursued reconciliation. Sometimes a rebellious person continues to break laws, harm others, and harm himself. While it is best for him to repent of sin and confess wrongs, if he refuses, it may be in his best interest to turn him over to authorities for his protection and the protection of others. If you face this situation, seek counsel from God's people and the authorities. Marriage can be one of the hardest relationships in which to practice biblical reconciliation. The Bible describes marriage as a covenant with God for the union of one man and one woman in fidelity until death. Matthew 19 verse 3 to 6 says, And Pharisees came up to Jesus and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. When your spouse is in rebellion from God, do not ignore sin, participate in sin, or enable sin. However, even when your spouse continues to rebel, you must do your best not to break your covenant with God. God calls Christians to remain married, even to non-Christians, to demonstrate His love. Churches vary in what offenses they believe allow for biblical divorce. But the Bible teaches divorce should be a last resort. If a divorce occurs, a person should remain open to reconciliation with his or her spouse, not to the previous broken marriage, but to the godly marriage God intends it to be, should the offending spouse repent and return to God. 1 Corinthians 7 verse 10 to 11 says, To the married I give this charge, not I but the Lord. The wife should not separate from her husband. But if she does, she should remain unmarried, or else be reconciled to her husband. And the husband should not divorce his wife. In these difficult circumstances, seek biblical counsel and support before deciding how to best love someone who continues in rebellion. You will need the help of God's Word and His people. When love is difficult, remember that God can rescue any heart and heal any wound. Your job is to faithfully trust and obey Him. You are His ambassador and minister of reconciliation. Love as Christ loved you when you rebelled. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 to 8 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. 
It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to love and pursue reconciliation with others, as Christ did for me. Now it's time to take action. Review your memory verse, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 18. Also, review 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3 to 4 if you are going the extra mile.